I guess we can avoid having the bullpen conversation tonight. Was it the right move to go to this guy or to that guy? We can leave all of that behind us, at least for one night, because Jose Barrios had just a fantastic game on the mound tonight. He looked like he was in cruise control for most of the evening. He hasn't lost, like Ben was saying, since May 11th. It is June 10th here on the East Coast. So again, Barrios uh, backstopping the Blue Jays to a just another fantastic win. It, it's also kind of nice when the Blue Jays don't have to have one of their patented one-run wins. It's always nice when you can kind of avoid that. So uh, the Blue Jays win 10-1 to over the Detroit Tigers in the first of three down at Comerica Park as we welcome you into Jays Talk here on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Show Ali with you until the top of the hour. We'll take your text, 590-590, name and location. And I always ask that you do that so we can give you a bit of a shout-out on the air. But uh, tonight, certainly, we'll talk about Jose Barrios. We'll talk Alejandro Kirk. I uh, definitely want to solicit your Kirk texts as well because a lot of a lot of discussion about Kirk and the potential and the age and all those things. So I want to talk about Alejandro Kirk. George Springer just getting uh, missing the triple for a, the cycle tonight. A fantastic evening for Mr. George Springer. And again, the Blue Jays win 10 to 1 over the Detroit Tigers. So, okay, we got to start with Jose Barrios. On a night where he goes eight innings, he allows five hits, one earned run. It was the sack fly to Willie Castro with the bases loaded. Five strikeouts. He threw 102 pitches, 71 of which were strikes. And Jose Barrios, I think generally speaking, well, certainly over the last two starts, he has looked very decisive. I, I got to say, I was briefly afraid the rain delay might have zapped him a little bit. But uh, Arash Badani down in Detroit, he's at Comerica Park. He's kind of like, you kind of see Arash on the television broadcast uh, kind of in that area between the camera well, I guess, and the, the actual Blue Jays dugout. Because, of course, at, in Detroit, the visiting dugout is on the first base side of the field. And you can see Arash. He was taking some pictures. If you follow him on Twitter, there were some uh, videos of Barrios picking the mud out of his shoes. And you could see right before the rain delay happened, Barrios was having some trouble gripping the ball. He was trying to, it looked like he was trying to find any dry spot on his entire person just so he could grip the baseball and then he steps off the mound. The uh, the grounds crew, I got to say, in Detroit, they covered the infield in like two minutes. So good for them. That was uh, impressive by them. But uh, Jose Barrios, I was, I was a briefly afraid he was going to get zapped a little bit, but uh, I guess it was a brief enough delay that it didn't get him too badly. And if you look back to last weekend, of course, because Barrios carved the Twins like a Thanksgiving turkey with 13 strikeouts. Do we think he's turned the corner? I think yes, right? I think yes. You never want to live start to start in baseball where every bad game for a pitcher is a referendum on someone's career and every good game anoints him as an ace. But Barrios was cruising all evening long. He looked every bit like the guy Blue Jays fans were so excited to see when he brought on. He was brought on last year. And, of course, he signed the big-time extension in the offseason as well. I, I know there was probably a couple of... Uh, coaching decisions tonight that Blue Jays fans could probably can you could nitpick a little bit, right? You could probably pick at them slightly. And I guess one of them would be on the potential of a com- complete game for Barrios. So at the end of the seventh inning, I believe Barrios finished the seventh inning with about 77 pitches and the, the inning ended. And I turned to Ben and I said, Ben, he has got to get that complete game. <laughs> it's it's got to happen, man, right? And and then of course the caveat with those kind of discussions are always unless something happens in the eighth inning. And of course, 
as as usual, not for Barrios, but just as it always tends to happen whenever you say those things out loud. He got into trouble in the eighth inning. Um, easily his most taxing inning. He loaded the bases. Uh, he just, just narrowly missed out on a few strikeouts to a couple of guys who had two strikes on them early in the count. I think there were a couple times where he had guys at 0-2 or 1-2, and, uh, and and he got the, he did not get them. They either, I think the count swung up to 3-2, and two and then he later walked them, or they got a hit, or what have you. And uh, it does, I, I freely admit, it does vex me a teensy bit, because I took that combo of Jay's money line and Burrios over five and a half strikeouts, and he ended the evening with five. So I think any one of those could have been a strikeout, and it would have been completely fine, and he probably would, the game would have ended exactly the same way. But you know what? Uh, 102 pitches headed to the ninth inning. There's no real reason to send him back out there, right? He did his job. He did exactly what you want from a starting pitcher. And again, like I said to start the show, we didn't have to have the, we didn't have to relitigate the conversation of the bullpen. And I think, look, eight innings from Barrios on a night, I know there was the day off yesterday, but going back to Wednesday when Kikuchi didn't even get out of the first inning, right? He, he, what, what did he throw? What was it? Uh, Two thirds of an inning and then he got yanked. And I mean, if we're being honest, he probably could have gotten yanked, should have gotten yanked before he even got to that point because he did not have it on Wednesday to, in the finale against the Royals. I only bring up that game because after Kikuchi got, got pulled, the Blue Jays and Charlie Montoyo had to then piece together the bullpen outing for essentially the rest of the game, right? And Vasquez got injured later on in the game. You basically saw Jimmy Garcia had to come in at the end of that game. Boy, that was a, uh, we had to fill some time on that one. I'll tell you that much <laughs> when, whenever an injury delay happens, but Jimmy Garcia clearly, like, I don't even know if he had cleats on in that game, right? He had to be, he had to throw the weighted ball against the wall of the bullpen. So the only reason I bring that up is because they were already taxed in the bullpen dating back to Wednesday. And then you have a game like tonight where the Blue Jays completely run roughshod over the other team. And again, the Tigers are not a particularly good team and neither are the Royals. So these are the teams you should be leading. Uh, but the added bonus of not really having to go to the bullpen, Jeremy Beasley called back up, I guess it was earlier today, to uh, to fill some room with Vasquez on the 15-day IL. So I think it's, look, uh, it's everything you want from a win is something that happened tonight. No injuries, the Blue Jays got a stellar outing from their starter. The bats completely exploded, and they win, right? They win by, well, I guess they don't win by double digits. They win by nine runs in the end because of the sack fly. I got to say, the Willie Castro uh, smash at the end of the game, I thought it was a, <laughs> I thought it was a grand slam. It was, I, I don't know if it was just the way he swung the bat and with the extension with the left arm and the sound, the crack of the bat, crack of the, yeah, I just, I thought it was gone, but. Uh, ends up being just a long fly out. I wonder what Wood it Dong would look like on that one. But uh, in the end, the Blue Jays do win 10 to 1. Barrios going again. Uh, eight innings. He allows five hits, one earned run, a sack fly to Castro, five strikeouts, 102 pitches, 71 strikes. And let's be real, that one earned run was basically in garbage time. This game was in garbage time, I feel like, from what? The fourth or fifth inning onwards, essentially, right? So um, a fantastic win. And I remember someone had texted in a while ago to talk to me about, I guess it was, I guess it was at the beginning of the Kansas City series. It was that, you know what, that's what, that it was that game because that was the game where we also had a rain delay. So luckily today's rain delay was not quite as lengthy as, as Monday's rain delay, which uh, oddly did not have very much rain. But uh, I remember someone texted in during the delay to talk to me about beating the teams you should beat, right? And of course the, uh, 
the Blue Jays took two of three out of the Royals. Maybe they should have taken three of three. But again, when Kikuchi doesn't get out of the first inning, hard to make that argument in the end. And I, I know hindsight's twenty twenty, but still. And uh, but you look at teams like the Detroit Tigers, right? And certainly they have some some good players like Javi Baez and Miguel Cabrera. Actually, for a guy in this twentieth year in Major League Baseball, he's actually been playing pretty well this season. And of course, I think he was the first base hit of this entire game. Of the five hits Barrios led up, he was the he was number one. So. Um, Miguel Cabrera still still has a little bit of it. Maybe not the guy he was in in years one through ten, but hey, still has some a decent showing by by Miguel Cabrera in, in year twenty. But yeah, I don't know. Th- these are the teams you should beat tomorrow. We're going to see Bo Brisky on the mound. We will see Tariq Skubal on the mound for uh, for the Tigers. I guess it will be on Sunday's game. And that's the matchup I'm very much looking forward to because I guess the, the way it lines up for the Blue Jays is Ross Stripling is going to be the guy going to the mound. If Kevin Gosman is on the mound tomorrow, and I know he's had his struggles with, I don't know, what, what was he or was he not tipping pitches, whatever the issue might be. I know that's a, a, a relative concern as of late for Blue Jays fans, but I mean, if Gosman's on the mound and Brisky is the other guy on the mound, given the way the bats have been have been producing as of late, I would think the Blue Jays should be favored tomorrow. With Scooble on the mound, who has been one of the better pitchers, I dare say in all of Major League Baseball this season, especially for a really young guy, made his debut back in 2020. I think he only played a handful of starts, and last year was his first real big quote-unquote year because he, he's, he was the... He was on the squad from from the jump, but uh, he is the, that's the matchup I'm really looking forward to. But again, going back to that texter who texted in on Monday against the Royals, if you take two of three against the Royals, you you look to take two of three against the Tigers, and then you have a four game series starting next Monday against the Baltimore Orioles, who are currently losing eight nothing to the Kansas City Royals. Then again, you don't want to be you don't want to be penciling in W's because. I feel like that. I don't know. I, I don't really believe in jinxes, but you don't want to be counting your chickens before they hatch at the same time. But at this, uh, you know, a, a game against the Orioles, even though these are, I think, a, a slightly improved Baltimore Orioles squad, you don't want to be just necessarily expecting wins. But again, two or three against the Royals, two or three against the Tigers, and I don't know, a series split at worst, if not three or four against the Orioles, I think is what most people expect, especially going into a very tough series against the uh, the New York Yankees, which starts next week, a three-gamer, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, next week. And, of course, right now the Yankees are tied 1-1 with the Chicago Cubs. So here's hoping, I guess, if you're a Jays fan, they listening to this, that the, <laughs> the Cubs managed to uh, pull off the upset in the Bronx. But um, before we take a quick break, I do want to discuss Alejandro Kirk because... Alejandro Kirk is fantastic, right? He had the RBI double right away in the first inning. He added on the RBI single in the sixth inning. You just can't stop this guy, right? And I said, talked about this during the rain delay, asking what's his ceiling. And again, when you think of the top catchers across Major League Baseball, I'm curious who people think of. Everyone probably thinks of someone a little different. I don't mean ever. I just mean in Major League Baseball, like today, I would say, right? As of right now. Probably guys like... Wilson Contreras and Yasmani Grandal, Salvador Perez, Grandal and Perez. Of course, we saw just what a, in the last in the span of the last ten days or so in terms of the White Sox and and the uh, Royals playing the Blue Jays. But Contreras, Grandal, Perez, Will Smith with the Dodgers, JT Real Muto. You can probably add in a couple other guys as well, right? Like if you were to add in, I don't know, Mitch Garver, or if you added in. Again, I mentioned Dalton Varsho. I know he kind of moves around. Uh, you know, Kybert Ruiz. 
Narvaez with the Brewers. You could probably, you, you know, if, I don't know if where, you, where you fall on Adley Rutschman at this point in his career. He's probably not at quite that high, right? Yadier Molina, where is he at this point in his career? There are a lot of guys you could get to is my point, right? But I think that the top five in some order are probably Smith, Real Muto, Perez, Grandal, and Contreras, I would, in my opinion. And I wonder where people fall on how Kirk stacks up to the rest of this catching depth across Major League Baseball. And I mean, for in, in a lesser version of that conversation, where does Danny Jansen stack up? Because he has been absolutely phenomenal. Dare I say, dating back to last season, it's just the health stuff is with is what's been kind of kind of bugging him. But after the five I mentioned as my top five, wouldn't you take Kirk at age twenty three over even guys like I don't know? Maybe I'm biased. Maybe I'm biased. But guys like Christian Vasquez or Gary Sanchez, or Mike Zanino, to name three guys to have spent a majority of their careers in the AL East, right? Travis Darno, who is, of course, a former Jays prospect and was traded to the Braves however many years ago it was now. But I think you would take Alejandro Kirk over pretty much any of those guys outside of the top five, right? I mean, think about it. Kirk's eight, Kirk is 23. I mentioned that. He hasn't really had that much seasoning in the minors before being called up last year. At the very least, not as much as other of the kind of vaunted prospects have had. And I mean, look, we're going to see another one in Gabriel Moreno tomorrow uh, catching for Kevin Gossman. But after seeing how much Alejandro Kirk has improved just this season alone, I think, and again, I don't know if this is a hot take or not, or maybe the majority of Blue Jays fans agree with me. I think he is maybe a top 10 catcher. As of right now, and again, maybe that's being a prisoner of the moment. Maybe that's uh, some recency bias. But and, and I'm not saying he's over those top five guys, but if you were like he's in that 7 to 10 range, I think that's the perfect range for him right this second. And I don't think it's a huge gap between, let's say, five and seven. Right? If he's seven or eight, let's say. I don't think it's that huge gap. I think Alejandro Kirk, the way he has improved, the way he is swinging the bat right now, you add in the pitch framing stuff, you add in his defense and you add in the fact that, I mean, at least for now, again, we'll see what Moreno looks like tomorrow, but you add in for now that he is basically the primary quote-unquote catcher with Jansen on the shelf again with that, that, uh, the fifth metacarpal fracture. I think, you got, I think that's how you got to feel. You got to feel pretty good if you're, if you're someone who's a big fan of Alejandro Kirk because, again, he has been um, absolutely fantastic. Okay, we're going to step aside. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will uh, take the text, 590, 590, name and location. We'll get to some of those, and uh, we'll play a little bit of audio. Jose Barrio speaking with Arash Madani as well. But that's all still to come on Jay's Talk, Show Ali on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Welcome back to Jay's Talk and Blue Jays Baseball, served up by the always game-ready Jack Link's Meat Snacks. Feed your wild side baseball fans. The wild side was definitely fed tonight by the uh, Blue Jays as they beat the Detroit Tigers 10 to 1 in the first of three. Jose Barrios with a stellar outing. Barrios going eight innings, allowing five hits, one earned run, the sack fly to Castro, five strikeouts, 102 pitches, 71 of them strikes. Uh, before we play the Barrios audio and get back to the text line, let's quickly look at the uh, Bet365 standings update. Bet365 is the world's favorite sports book with 63 million members worldwide. 19 plus, play responsibly, Ontario only. The funny thing is, every team but the Blue Jays in the AL East is playing right now. They are all in action right now. The Yankees are tied 1-1 with the Cubs. The uh, the Rays are down 7-4 to to the visiting or the home Minnesota Twins. The Orioles are losing 8 nothing to the Royals. And uh, right now, I guess that game just got started a little while ago. The Boston Red Sox are up one nothing on the Seattle Mariners. So with that in mind, 
thinking that some of these might change, here are the standings right now with the Blue Jays having finished their game. The Yankees are 41 and 16. The Rays are 34 and 23. The uh, Toronto Blue Jays are also 34 and 23. The Boston Red Sox are 30 and 28, two games over 500. Uh, and the Baltimore Orioles are 24 and 34, 10 games below 500. But of course, if the score holds for the uh, Twins, they're up 7 to 4 again over the Rays, and they will drop a half game back. Uh, behind the Blue Jays, so Toronto will move back into second place in the AL East. But that's a quick check of the Bet365 standings update. Uh, I mentioned Jose Barrios. I want to play that audio for you because Arash Madani, our own Arash from Sportsnet, was down at Comerica Park. Here's Arash with Jose. Jose, after going seven innings, now you go eight. What kind of groove are you in right now? I mean, you know, first of all, thanks God. I've been feeling better so far. And like a competitor, like a competitor, and also like a teammate, I want to do well out there to help my team, you know, get every win I can. And you know, the last two outings I be able to, to do that, and I feel happy and I'm proud of that. What's been the difference the last couple of starts? I mean, I I get back like to to the real Jose Barrios, you know, sinker slider guy, and we are be, you know being executed those pitching, and that's what I be successful out there. The real Jose Barrios beyond sinker slider. I know that's your bread and butter, but is it a mindset thing too? Is it an attitude thing too, Jose? Yeah, you know, I, I want to be back to my strength. I, you know, I want to do well out there, and I know what I can do good and well. So, you know, go give that that that, that gives. You know, that's two pitches, and I want to get advantage of that. So you're rolling early, and then the rain comes. How are you able to stay in the moment? I mean, you know, speed work, you know, so hard with me, like, hey, keep, you know, stay loose, you know, warm up, you know, play catch on the cage, and we did it, and we, you know, we keep in focus, and we keep logging with the game, and we did it. Over 100 pitches, how important is that for you? I mean, it's it's a good sign, it's a good, you know, good, good step to me, like, coming from Anaheim doing, you know, really bad, then good seven inning and today through a with you know you say 100 plus in uh, 100 plus pitches and i feel like healthy and strong test guy were you thinking maybe maybe i could get a complete game i mean you're cruising there on the sixth and the seventh i mean yeah I, because the 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 the, the, the pitch that i have because i i have you know not, not many pitches so i i be able to throw one more inning but in that last inning the a they they make some adjustment and make me battle a little bit more Jose, heck of an effort. Appreciate the time. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. That's Arash Madani speaking with Jose Barrios. Again, Barrios going eight innings with five hits, one earned run. He had the five strikeouts as well, 102 pitches. Uh, let's get back to the text line real quick. 590-590, name and location, Nico and Victoria saying, I would honestly take a guy out like Yasmani Grandal. He's hitting below the Mendoza line this year. Even if you want to argue he is agreed on base skills and uh, sound defensive catcher, Kirk doesn't have nearly as many holes in his game as Grandal. To me, Will Smith, JT Real Muto, Salvador Perez is also really struggling this year. They're the class of the position. After that, you can make a real argument based on the performance this year that Kirk is in that next tier below them. He has also improved immensely on D, his framing. He is top five right now. Uh, Ray from Aurora, you have right. Captain Kirk is a very special player. He improves each year and deserves to get many more at-bats. Jansen could be the odd man out. Jansen could be a good trade piece for bullpen help. And uh, Roger, not not quite sold just yet. I want to see how Kirk does over 162 games before we crown him top 10. You know what? That's fair, Roger. I think that's totally fair because I think you want to see a little couple, maybe more at bats from, from pretty much any ball player before you crown them top 10. But hey, I mean, here's some fun stats. This was dug up by Chris Black 
uh, of Sportsnet, uh, Sportsnet producer extraordinaire, let's call him. Uh, Kirk leads Major League Baseball with a 1.386 OPS since May 23rd. Since May 24th, he has a 500 batting average, 22 of 44 at the plate, 16 runs, and 11 RBI. That is absolutely remarkable. Alejandro Kirk has been fantastic. And quickly, on Springer, I have no issue with Springer getting rested for Zimmer in the seventh inning. They're up by 10 runs. He had the walk, a home run, a single, and a double. If there's one player's health you don't want to mess with, it's George Springer. Like, look what happened to Robbie Grossman in the eighth inning. He's had a wretched year, but if that had happened to Springer in a blowout, either for or against the Jays, people would be calling for the heads of everyone. So I have no problem with Springer being taken out when he was. That does it for Jays Talk. Appreciate the text as always tonight. Thanks for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, served up by the always game-ready Jack Link's Meat Snacks. Feed your wild side baseball fans. Jays cage the Tigers 10-1. to Tomorrow, Gosman and Brisky go for Toronto and Detroit. Gabriel Moreno makes his much-anticipated Major League debut. Have a great Friday night, everyone. Thanks for being alongside me. Show Ali here. I'll talk to you again tomorrow night. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend.